I'm Santuan. I'm Antoine. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle. The lifestyle. Our lifestyle. How that lifestyle treating you? Hey, man, today this lifestyle is treating us uh, it's pretty good, bro. We got something going on, man, and we uh, we real excited about it because it's big for us. Like yeah. So anybody who ever listened to the show, they hear how much we reference Prince Vince. They hear how we say how... He made us fresh. And when we met him, he was already fresh. So now yeah. we get to tell the story with him about how we met each other. But it's so much more besides that. And not only that, like anybody that we have on that was like instrumental in the Detroit rap scene and the, and the rap scene who know about Detroit. When we mentioned Vince, like it's like they seen a... Uh, like they they they, they give it up yeah, they yeah, give yeah. it up you feel everybody, what i'm saying everybody we had on from that era so. so you got a word yeah i got a word my word of the day is fresh which is an adjective that describes something new or recently made as being not spoiled or not preserved or as being energized and not tired fresh has many other senses as a adjective as an adjective a nerve and a vowel i mean a you got one yeah a prince and that's a male member of a royal family so why that's your word because today in the house bro we got him we got yeah, prince yeah. vince bro this is bigger than the Eshan episode to us to us only because vince was instrumental and actually the first time we ever talked to Eshan. yeah, <laughs> yeah he yeah, was yeah, yeah. yeah so i told my wife this story and shit before uh before he jumped on the mic i told my wife this story i was like uh because you know all the kids they be on the internet and shit and i said to my wife the internet i said you know the first person to show me the internet she was like who i said kid rock i said he's the first person who ever showed me the internet she said what i said yeah i was with vince he took us over there of course, back then it was it had to be like '96. We was Eshan out. Dead flowers just had came out. We thought Eshan was the biggest artist in the world, and we was talking shit to Kid Rock like we just met him, and we was like Eshan the best from Detroit. You feel <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And he was like sure. he was like the best. He was like his, his website, website not yeah. even better than mine. And he took <laughs> us up. There. We was like a, a website. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? And he took us up there. And sure. the funny thing about it is, before he showed us the website, when we went upstairs, it was a picture of Kid Rock and Eshan. But I know why Kid Rock didn't take that as disrespect because we asked him like, "When you doing something else with ICP?" Because that song y'all did was dope as fuck. So he knew we listened to him. Yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So fresh, man. We got you here, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Yo, what's good? Talking what's to good? Mike, man. What's good? Prince Vince represent Detroit, Bronx, Six Mile all day long. <laughs> and um, you know, just here to kick with my man, Antoine and Antoine. Yo, we've been down for years, decades. 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 <laughs> decades. Yeah. decades. And uh, you just here to, you know, kick a little knowledge of, on how it all started off in Detroit, you know? Right. How, how hip hop started out in the park in Detroit. Yeah. yeah. So this is a little deeper than hip hop, though, because this is not a hip hop show. This is a lifestyle show, right? That's you know what, what I'm saying? Is. And you can be on the lifestyle show because you actually helped with our lifestyle. Like, we remember when we met you, but we'll get into that because we want to hear it from your point of view. We know how it was to us, but we, you know what I'm saying? So let's talk about growing up in Detroit. Tell us about Six Mile Bronx, what that even is. Talk about growing up. Oh man, the hood is like everything to us, you know what I mean? Us, we all brothers, we all love each other, and we ride or die, you know what I mean? And and, and, it, and it was like, when the hip hop thing bust on the scene, it was, it, it was more like, you know, we was just really in it, and I was really in it. And it was way before the rap, I was deep into the dance, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where 
everything really evolved from the dance. Right. So, so what streets you grow? What is uh, so? This is a worldwide show. So explain because we had people from Seven Mile on here all the time. We had people from Angster. Explain where Six Mile Bronx is located. Six Mile Bronx is Six Mile Cruz, Six Mile Ivermore, Six Mile Mark Twain, Tracy, Tracy. Between 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 six and Purity, Schaefer to Hubble. Okay, okay, right. That's the Bronx. So how did they get that name? Why do people call it that? I always wondered that too. Oh man, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him answer that. <laughs> so we we got more to Prince Vince though that. because you know like a true gentleman, uh, we look at Vince like he influenced a certain era of detroit rap right so when we i'm when i say that like all the people who we thought was like them niggas and shit they'd be like oh yeah but fresh was that nigga i done met niggas at work fueling planes and be like oh you from over there you, you heard of prince miss and they're like you know him i'm like no i'm going over his house at the work nigga like <laughs> right, right, right. but he brought y'all the 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 two real crew he brought y'all because y'all like influenced him so kind of talk about how that how introduce yourselves and then talk about how that how that uh the bronx got, bronx his, name. got his name okay we're gonna go back to that that's a good question about how the bronx got his name yeah that's but who we talking to who was this talking this is dirk um my name is angelo hall i was executive producer for bridge vince two real crew and several other groups um vince was the first rapper from detroit to, to make the airwaves yeah. Uh, Two Real Cool was the first group to go on wax in 86. Okay, and okay, okay. Get, oh, well, this is the home of exclusive. exclusive so. yeah, yeah, and, so. to, and to get back to the uh, how how the, the name, the Bronx, came to a Detroit neighborhood, like, once again, it's a good question, and it came from the movie Beach Street. Okay. Um, We all left the Mercury Theater. Everybody <laughs> uh, know about the Mercury. History. And we, we watched that movie Beach Street, and we just was at awe. Vince was already dancing with the Rock Rockers. And so when we left the movies, we all went on cruise and just put down cardboards and everybody started dancing yeah, okay, <laughs> and okay. doing their thing. And people was pulling over and watching and stuff. And Tricky Ricky, my man hey, Tricky, Rick. say, this the Bronx. This the Bronx. Okay. And it was okay. the Bronx ever since. And you know what's crazy? So many people call it the Bronx and, and claim that and, and probably have no clue. That's okay. how it is. That's, so, right right yeah. That's so, it in a nutshell. Yeah. So you, they say everybody keep mentioning this dancing, man. So how did you actually even get into dancing? Man, I've been dancing like forever. And then it's always, I've been dancing forever. You know what I mean? And um, so, uh, you know, when, when, when the break dancing like really hit, because at first it was all like pop locking with um, the Funketeers. Yeah, the yeah. Funketeers from Angster. From Angster, nigga, yeah, 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 for like sure. That, yo. yeah, so, yeah. so, so, so. We already knew we couldn't really deal with them because the boys was they the was best. Stuff. Yeah, I heard they, it. I heard oh, it man, with the best they of was, it. They was like it. You feel <laughs> me? So when Breakdancer came out, I'm like, okay, they can't break. So I'm <laughs> so I'm gonna start breaking. Feel what yeah. I'm saying. So so some know, angsty niggas made you switch your style up. <laughs> <laughs> look, bro. <laughs> no, that, no, because look, the, the Funketeers, they just uh, they got a thing they when you come in the angsty home of the Funketeers, home of the Funketeers, and they was just at the parade. It was cold. They was cold blooded. I mean, it used to be like we will like the, the most time you would see people like just really go crazy was like like. Like at Parliament concerts or something like that, like when the intermission, yeah, it should be in the, on the floor, going, and the Funketeers would be there just like turning it out. All yeah, right, all right. so so, uh, so when the break dancer came out, then I was on that. So you know, by by being on that, um, you know, I just started going around the city and recruiting, and it was cat 
Dino. Yeah. I grew up with Dino. Yeah. Dino had to be. I mean, a lot of people would say he wasn't the best, but I'm, he was probably the best dancer in the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For real. I mean, this is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, no joke. So how many he, people was y'all dancing with, like, in the group? You said you did some recruiting, so you uh, did. It, it, at, the, at the height, that might have been, by the time I got finished, it was too many. <laughs> uh, we had to trim back. But the core of the group was Dino, Gino, me, Ann Knox, Ted, Wolf. and Wolf. Rest his soul. Yeah. That was it. I yeah. mean, you know, we did everything. Like, we was we was hitting off on... Um, on the Fresh Fest, yeah, all yeah. Of that we was dancing for all of that. Yeah, so, and a lot of people don't understand like these elements that come with. Yeah, see, people just in yeah, the yeah, rap yeah, right yeah, now, they right? Just like, the rap, see, yeah, they not, they not really. We was like on everything, the graffiti, the so you could do graffiti, thing, yes, all that. Yeah, making yeah. the bomber jackets, the whole nine. We right. was, we was in all of that. So it's Fresh your graffiti name? Yes. Yeah. See, uh, another, another exclusive. Uh, Fresh Kid was my. That was my breakdance name. Yeah. Okay. The Prince Vince came with the, with, with, with the rap, yeah. with all the jewelry. Yeah. That's, yeah. When, that's when that, we, we, go, that we just put all that together. So why you uh you so you dancing? The rap is coming around, but you also like a, a, a high, high school, school athlete, athlete, right? All that. Yeah. So, so talk about that. I mean, you know what I mean. My grades weren't good enough, so <laughs> I couldn't just excel in that. But I was, you know, I always played basketball a lot, yeah. so it's kind of good in that, but. You know, like I said, you know, I was more off in the streets. Right, right. So you went pro in the streets. Thank you. Yeah. I was more pro in the streets than on the court. Right. So that you know, that's just basically how that went. So I mean, you know. Now, when you say you could hoop, though, what high school did you go to? McKenzie. Okay. Like, like you was that guy, or like? No, I wasn't really. I ain't gonna say I was that guy, but I was. I made the squad. Okay. Yeah. Back in the eighties. Yeah. So so eighty six is approaching. The two the two real crew is getting ready to jump on wax for the very first time. FA. Where are you at in this when the rapping is going on? Now at this time I'm at this time we still killing the dance scene. What was the at, name of the dance crew? Rock Rockers. Rock, rock Rockers. Rock, rockers. Yeah. Nobody gonna and me and him have always been business partners yeah. anyway. But me yeah. and my man was always on the streets. In the streets. Yeah. Or in the street. <laughs> so the old school yeah. platinum bar that used to be on Six Mile used to be where we used to break dance at. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay. So then Munch bought what? And who are you? I'm a fresh boy. And yeah. you are from? I'm from Finkel. Finkel. Oh, so, <laughs> like, when y'all saying dancing, is like, the, so the word is around, like, they dancing, we dancing, he dancing. Y'all battling niggas? Dancing. Is niggas coming over there? Couldn't nobody battle us. Yeah, so I'm saying, though, niggas. I'm saying, like, the niggas, they cruise. Oh, yeah, yeah, coming, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what really <laughs> he was not feeling that like niggas couldn't no. fuck with y'all. No, that's what really got the the, the 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 really what really got the Bronx all the way on was my man Lamar on Club Twenty One, and he opened it up. And when he opened that up, he opened it up strictly for us to practice in, and that brought everybody from all around the whole city would catch the bus over to Club Twenty One to practice. Practice with us yeah. or watch us practice dancing. Yeah, right. so this was like a real big thing. Like yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, really, it's really sweeping the nation. Like people it like was really uh, big at this time. Yeah, people don't understand. Like like rap is was just Brand one new. element. That's of just hip-hop. one element. Just but one this breakdancing yeah. is really sweeping the nation. Pop block is sweeping the nation. It's just it different. Was, it from was really, it was really the dancing at that point was the 
the focal point. It wasn't. Right. It, it wasn't. It wasn't the, the rapper. The rapper wasn't the focal point. Right. The DJ used to be the focal point. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, so. and, the, and the dancing. Yeah. You understand? So like, so we would go to every show, every skating rink show, every high school, everything. We turning everything out. But it was always these rappers. So when you say who is like who inspired me, and I'm not saying like Run DMC. No, no, no. We're talking about who you could actually see and right. touch. Yeah, and LL. It was a rapper from Detroit named Frogger D. Frogger D. Doc talk about him all, all the, the time. time. It was a rapper called Frogger D, and he had a beatbox with him. I'm talking about they used to kill every show. Yeah. Then there was another crew called Chill Easy. Yeah, and they was like a mix between Run DMC and um, Houdini. Yeah. Okay, okay. So they dressed oh, funny, but they oh. was dope. I'm talking about Houdini. Houdini just funny to me. Yeah. It was almost like they had they had like a they had like a um they had like a, a run a, a Houdini vibe, but more Word. of like a Run DMC coolness about it. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm talking about like after the show, they would get all the girls. Everybody wanted them, so I'm looking like, damn. You like dancing? Ain't working out. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was working out for some of us yeah. because everybody would talk to Dino <laughs> and Gino. Well, nobody talking to me, so I said I got to be the man. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So when I'm seeing these cats rapping, I'm like, I could do this, really. And I had to, I had the image. Yeah, and image is everything to me. So that's what kind of prepared me to start rapping. Right, you feel what I'm saying? And then um, I ran into, I ran into my man Dirt. And he like was playing a song, and I'm like, "Who is this?" And he like, "This the two real group." And I'm like, "From the hood?" And he like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Damn, they got a record." He's like, "Yeah." I said, "Oh, I'm about to do this." And then okay. that's okay. what really said, come on. Yeah, that's what really just got me into it because now I'm knowing that some that that we could make records in Detroit. Yeah, in Detroit. Before that, I didn't think that it was possible. Make, yeah. Okay, so how did you realize that you can make records in Detroit? Like when did you know like, oh, I'm about to go get some stuff pressed up. We about to do this. That's another hell, that's another hell of a question, brother. Because a friend of mine's well, Tink to my left, Centrana Beak from the Two Rail crew. His brother he asked his brother to uh, produce them, you know, be like executive producer, finance them, and manage them. And his brother said, no, I got somebody for you. And Tink was like, who? He was, go see Dirk. Now, he, why, why would they say that? Like, that's not by accident. Why I, they say I, go I, see I mean, Dirk? I mean, I, I guess I always loved the music, and I, was, I always was in the entertainment. And it's, it's just that's a that was it was funny that he he sent them to me. Yeah, right. And right. I said, well, go ahead. And it was these three: Santana, yeah. Bink, Tink, Nelly, Nell, Fresh Boy, Ken. Yeah. They walked over to my house, and I was, "What's up?" Tink was like, "Man, Hurst told me to come see." You. I was like, "What's up?" He said, "We need a manager." I'm like, "For what?" <laughs> he, said, he said, "We rapping." I said, "Rapping." See, we used to do this for a while, though. We so I said, I didn't know nothing about it. Rapper, you came man. to me. And I say, well, bust something. <clears throat> and they started rapping. Easy. And I said, you know what, man? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a back, y'all. Yeah. Okay, now, <clears throat> 86. 86. <clears throat> Excuse me. Music is happening. Hip-hop is happening. But the real thing that's happening is Reaganomics, right? Mm -hmm. So... 
Detroit. What's, Re- what's Reaganomics? Because a lot of a lot of younger, younger people might not understand. Says, like uh, Reaganomics was really the, the beginning of the destruction of the black yes. community. That's what it yeah. really was. So just uh, Google it. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> Reaganomics and hip hop also play uh, both played an intricate part because they was introduced at the same time, and it was actually by design, is what I think. Now that I'm older and I look back, because this is the fastest way to spit. Uh, get the message out so the best way to describe reaganomics would be this in a nutshell the president of the united states stopping every tv uh network because it was only two four and seven and doing a came a commercial on how mixing baking soda with cocaine and heating it up will make crack cocaine the minute that commercial went off Everybody around America knew how to make crack cocaine, but they was trying to tell you how bad it was. But it was just a big ass infomercial because back in the day, it was only so many TV networks, so it wasn't hard. It's not like today where everybody got a network and you couldn't do that. So they introduced rap, uh, they introduced hip hop, then they introduced drugs, and now it's spreading, and now it's 86. Well, not just drugs because you got to think like it's, it, it was heroin, and people was yeah, getting yeah, rich yeah, off yeah. heroin, but the, the the cocaine wave where where young people, people got yeah, rich, yeah, this like, was the first. you had to grow in the heroin game. You know what I mean? You can you might be a twelve year old at your sale of heroin, but it's a nigga fifty behind you who who they know, yeah, right? Yeah, who was right, running right. numbers and everything, who made it to heroin. But now when the crack come, I'm a ten year old and I can go out there and, and the make nigga twelve with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Detroit is the home of the first teenage drug crew how did this play a part in everybody that's here because you from Finkel y'all from a different hood so these are all different things that y'all seeing going on so what did crack do when it came to the Bronx six mile Bronx I mean really I mean the crack just <laughs> it just made a way for everybody to make fast money that's just what it is it's like you know you you rocking with your homeboy y'all been rocking for four five years and he pulling up in the newest whip you like, damn, how you, you know, how you rocking like that? And he tell you how he rocking like that. And even if you don't want to rock like that, it's hard not to rock like that once you see what's going on. What he doing. Yeah, because we always like to remind people, too, on here, like, because Freeway Rick is a real, is a real. Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. That, that's for me sure. and Antoine. That's, that's my, that's us. You, call already him, know, you know what I'm saying? Know. Right. So. He liked to say something that people never realized, and then it made us say it a little bit more. That at one point there was no such thing as a crackhead, so right. it didn't seem like hmm. that this was destroying the community, that this exactly. was wrong exactly. because it was a party drug. Like my pops used to smoke crack at one point, and he was the man and shit. And he was like, "No, nah, we would get dressed up to go hang out to go smoke crack." You know what I'm saying? It's not like nobody knew the effects. So from '86, I would say probably like to '90. Then these crackhead things pop up. Like right. Y'all seeing the effects. Yeah. When y'all start seeing the effects, are you too deep in to care? Or anybody? This is a question for anybody because we was born in 82, so we didn't live through no crack era. We were the next gen. You know what I'm saying? We were the you're going to jail for 25 year era when you get caught. So all of y'all, like, when you started to see the effects of the this, neighborhood, of the neighborhood. It's the neighborhood. It, it, that's back. Oh, I mean, the, no, no, no. Of the community. Yeah, because it, it, it went from a community to a neighborhood so to a hood. First, yeah, it always affected me. That that's how I linked to y'all. Because the first thing I told y'all was like, yo, you got to switch your demeanor. Yeah. Because y'all are Saigon out <laughs> when I met y'all. Murder, murder, kill, kill, everything. And I'm like, no, you got to switch your mentality. That's the first thing I said. Because now I'm seeing the firsthand destruction that's going on from what I got my hand in. But I don't know my hand in it at first. Right. Because right. I'm just looking at my... My, or, 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 all the homies yeah, yeah and not even the homies I'm just looking at all the material that I'm obtaining but then when I'm seeing how I'm obtaining it 
I'm like, is it really worth it? You feel what I'm saying? Right, right. And so that's when I got into more of like, no, I got to be more aware of what I'm, you know, the destruction that I'm causing right. myself. You feel what I'm saying? And I think that's where everybody, every interview I watch now from all the old heads. Yeah, because they didn't know. Like, yeah, We did, yeah, we did yeah, not yeah, know. Did it know. was a learning process. It was a growing process, whatever you want to call it. But we didn't, we really didn't understand what we were Really doing it. at that point, it was just all about the bread. Right. And, and before somebody else answered it, I think what people really need to realize and understand too, like people like call these conspiracy theories, but when when you sit with a, a, a freeway Rick and we we reference him because we're talking about cocaine, and he's been at the highest level. Like if if niggas think Meech was something yeah, like it, don't, it, get, no it, it don't get no higher than your plug actually working for the government, and you get you don't even you don't know, even know that, that you're Funding a war in another country. Money that you funding a war in another. You can't country. even fathom fathom that. Like I I I funded a war, and the war is really so Russia don't get this close to the United States. See, that's what the war was about because. Every the time was down to fight them. Right. Every time the United States sends Russia creeping in that backyard. They start to stop it, right? So it happened in Cuba. It happened during happening the Iran right Contra, now, all that, and yeah, it's happening yeah, with Ukraine. Work. So think about that. Like enough drugs was sold in the country, our country, to fund a war to make sure Russia, quote unquote, doesn't get close by one person. By one Just person coming through one person. That's so they got they strategically they probably had. 51 persons yeah yeah yeah. because when you think about it right and i always say this and i don't care what a nigga think like you can't obtain these levels of selling drugs without working with the government even if it's unbeknownst to you because shipments of marijuana shipments of cocaine shipments of heroin it has to get across the border you work for the government bro any nigga who sells drugs illegally works for the government because two things go happen right the dope go get over here. They go let you have what you think is a run, and then you go go to jail, and then you go be trying to be the first nigga in line for a job that make forty eight cent an hour because you work for the government, and they used you and they abused you, and then they get another nigga. It's always somebody who could take the reins. You know what I'm saying? So but, how do you feel like it affected your 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 end of the spectrum when you realized like what the drugs was doing to the game? Man. <clears throat> It messed up a lot of people, man. Finds that drug, that that, that 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 little rock, that white rock. Yeah. It corrupted a lot of people, mentally and physically. And, uh, and a lot of times when guys was doing it, getting that money, whatever, they wasn't thinking like that. You know, even if their own sister brother came up and they sell it to them, and um, it's just. I'm glad it slowed down a little bit. It ain't as bad as it used to be. Well, crack well, now, but you know, meth now. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, niggas, niggas on meth now, so yeah, you know what so, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I ain't even know that. What? Oh yeah, and, and that's what, it, and that's that's what it is. People don't think that black people, that black niggas use meth. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so removed from the streets right now. <laughs> that's good. Know. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you might see a nigga tweak it out. That ain't crack. That's meth. So nigga, lift your car up. So so now drugs is here. Hip hop is here. It's the '80s. We got uh, Scarface came out. We got all these negative influences that shaping the actual generations to come of the the African born the African born Negro, the American born African Negro, because they was didn't know what was going on. You smack dib in the middle of this, right? You hustling, you you skating, you doing all that, right? When do you get your first big break as a rapper? Um, 
It had to be in. Had to be probably about maybe late '88, maybe. And, and so, what was this break? What is this? Um, the polygram deal. It was a polygram deal, which was, you know what I mean? It was it just like back then. It was like it was so hard for us to get on that uh, anything that anything that they threw at you, you was like, oh, you know, I'm really rocking. I right, think they right, gave right. me and D maybe a hundred thousand dollars, and we had to get a lawyer, this or that. But by the time we all ended up, we probably all walked away with. Well, I know I probably walked away with maybe thirty thousand. Okay, so what led up to the polygram Because they was the first people on Wax, the two real crew. You was the first person on the radio. Yeah. Being on the radio came after the polygram deal or before that? No, it came before that. So let's talk about that. The, okay. the real the real so, grind. So so to me, it was it's always been about to me, it's always been about keeping it gangster, keeping it real, all of that. Now if you want to talk about cussing, drug selling, whatever the street Whatever's going on in the streets, I wanted to say that first in 88. Okay. He stopped me. <laughs> you feel me? What made you stop him? If this is what y'all are seeing, though, it's not no, like... No, 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 no. I could tell you why he stopped me because <laughs> how a lot of these cats... No. This, this is what I'm going to say right here. How a lot of these cats, right not the ones that's out now, but the ones in between, the studio joints, they wasn't really real with it. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And what I was about to say, we was really real with it. Right, right. So, dog didn't want me to say that. Right, because we saying what that actually did. Right, so, yeah. so, so now you see how Thug and Gunner them is jammed up, because what they saying, what, I ain't going to say Gunner, but Thug, they really with it. Yeah, yeah. So, you uh, you mentioned D.E.D. You know, who is oh, the actual hip-hop force? Because it, it turned into Prince Vince and the hip-hop force. The, the actual hip-hop force is really just me and D.E.D., and then you know I had the little dancers. Got to came can't forget my man Fredo. He was in there too. You feel me? Fredo came yeah, uh, a little yeah, way later. Later, later, Like he wasn't like on he wasn't on none of the everything that was out joint. You know, but the, the real hip hop force is just like like really just me and D D. You feel what I'm saying? Now, now, how did you meet D? Um, probably from another rapper that was like yo. Listen to this, yeah. and then I knew Dog wasn't hot as I was, and I had the bread, so I'm like, "Yo, I'm taking Dog with me." Yeah, and it wasn't that wasn't even that wasn't even really it wasn't even yo yo juice <laughs> ride yo those my babies yo I, that wasn't even really hard you know D came with me just like that was with ease yo but at that point like D had to be like the hottest yeah. DJ in the city yeah. And everybody going, everybody, everybody going, you know, yeah. ain't nobody going. That's hands down. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, ain't no DJ going to come up and be like, yo, I, they could take D down because they yeah. couldn't. He was like up there with Scratch and all yeah. the ones that was like DJ Scratch and, and DJ, all the ones, yeah. LL, DJ, and, yeah. and uh, EPMD, D was right there with them. And he was young too, right? Man, he was a baby dog. He was probably like 18 years old, 17 years old. And how I was you killing the, the tables? Me? Yeah. I think I was probably about 23, 24. Now, listen, though, because you said after the, after it was all said and done, you got $30,000 for yeah, your cut no of the deal. That's what I was going to say. How did you feel about that? Because that I, wasn't no money. Yeah. That, 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 was, that wasn't no so money. So what did you do with that $30,000? Probably went to the Gucci store. That was breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> probably went to the Gucci okay, store. Okay, all right. So what is money making records? That was just something we made up. So that's all y'all. So who was yeah? So that was just 
that was just the crew. That was us. <laughs> money making records. We was making money. I just threw the records on the side of it, yeah, on the yeah, back yeah. of it, on the back end of it. You feel me? Right, right, right. So you hook up with you steal D D from a nigga. You know, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, mean, basically, I, I basically took D D. Yeah, so you sure, take sure. D, y'all go sit down and y'all get to creating, right? And what's the first record that you and D do together? Gangsta Fun. That's the first record. Yeah. So and that's what y'all y'all so y'all go do Gangsta Fun. Y'all take it to the radio and it's on now. It's, no, we had to pay. I mean, no, I'm saying, but it, that yeah, that's what started that, it. That, that, yeah, really, that's what really started it. But the big, the the the, the main part of Gangsta Funk, as far as like the radio, was Billy T. Yeah, Billy, he, Billy you know, T. Hey, was guess like what? You know where Billy T. from? He's from Angst. He's from Angst. Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Billy yeah. T. <laughs> Billy T. Was the one that showed everybody love. Can't forget my man Doc. Um, I think he was on um, JLB. Doc. What, what that might be too. Uh, I, don't, I don't, you know what I mean. What was his name? It was a DJ, but he was he was good too. He used to give me a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to give me a lot of shows. Okay. And then, but then when it came to Billy T, Billy T, the one that blew the blew, so Billy, Billy T, T broke the, the record. One that blew yeah. the rap scene open for Detroit. So hands down. So Billy T broke the record of yours, Gangsta Funk. That was the first record on the rap, first yes. rap record on the radio. Billy T. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how Billy, much y'all pay for Detroit that? Detroit rap. We didn't have to pay Billy T. <laughs> no, not, not Billy T. I'm saying like you said we had to pay. Like is this? Oh no, we was just we was around looking this, out for the DJs. I mean, yeah, we was around this mug. Everything. This. That's what I'm saying. It, it, and I'm not taking nothing away from the art, the art now. But like when we was in the studio, we was paying like ten thousand dollars a week. We had spent ten thousand and don't use nothing. We Nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, you could just get on now and just, you know what I mean? Make a video. Right, <laughs> right. So you get on radio, you know what I'm saying? So y'all hood going crazy. Y'all got the first rappers on wax, the first rappers on radio. So y'all y'all the shit. We, the do, we doing the Y'all thing. doing we it. Doing, y'all we, do, doing, y'all, we doing it. So y'all creating the industry, actually, because yes. y'all showing everybody step by step, this is what you this do. This is how you do This is the and, blueprint and, to get on. Right, yeah. this is the blueprint to get on, right? So y'all rocking these shows. Mm-hmm. But a, a real underground scene is building right now yeah. because now you got other acts coming and everybody. So who's coming up during this time? So we already know is 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 the two real crew in 86. They dropped the record. Now, by 88, you hit the radio. Well, 87, 88, you hit the radio. But in between that, who is y'all? Who who y'all giving props to? Who else? Is I, out me, type? me, I, I, I never, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm up to everybody hundreds. from Detroit. Just like right now, I'm on PZ, right. 42 Doug, Icewear Vizzo, I'm Payroll, Dome Boys, I'm on all that. You saying that era? Yeah, that era. I'm going to give up Awesome Dre. Awesome Dre. Yeah, Awesome Dre. Um, Mm-hmm. Mossy. He was in the studio. What about Rap, rap Mafia? Mafia. Oh, rap man, Mafia. Was them, but they came out. Detroit though. Most okay, Wanted. Okay. All them came out. Though. Yeah, A-Wall. they came out. Though, okay, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Smiley. Most Wanted. Smiley. Smiley. J to the D. J to the D. Smiley was in the studio with us. Prince was in the studio. Okay, listen. It was a. It was a. We used to watch the new dance show and they used to perform on there. We was on there. And it was a group on there that had a song, the Gumby. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Who was that group? We told them up. Yeah, we, we, we was yeah, in the contest. Yeah, yeah. Who was, we was, who was that group? That was the we bomb, the, uh, the, um, they had the green uniform. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Well, we, I, you know what's crazy? So we seen that 
uh, it was a big ass competition, right? We seen that That's on tape. Fair. Yeah, we seen that on tape because yeah. one of them dudes, his dad was married to my, my grandma. grandma. Wow. So we seen that, we competition seen that competition on tape. We, we seen have, y'all win. We won that. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying if y'all win, we seen y'all win. We just didn't. Two was in that. Right, but they they did the gummy. Yeah, that was my. They came in second place. We couldn't believe we looking at them. Yeah. Bill Bonds and all them was in the audience. Yeah, yeah. We seen that on tape. Like we used to have the VHS of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Bam. That's funny you said that. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what? We could never remember their wow, group crazy. name. You know what I'm saying? And my grandma passed old. on and then they've been uh they they had got divorced and shit. Is, uh, but th- while we so what's going on is we seeing that and this, this is, is when parallel. we starting when to want to rap. You know what I'm saying? Because that was a big deal when they came with that tape and they like we seeing motherfuckers jumping out their seats. Nobody like we never heard of them. Like Man, we like this right in said. Detroit. They kept the whole hood with us. So like yeah, 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 like so you know you know what we talk about. You know, the big old green dumpy. <laughs> yeah. We was so Simon, so so was so when y'all doing this, we looking at this. This is brand new to us as well because in '88 we six years old. Right. Yeah. Because we started rapping when we was nine, and right. you know what I'm saying. So well, we ain't six. What did we four? '88. No, yeah, '86. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while all of this is going on and this underground scene is building that we become super huge fans of is. Kid Rock, Esham, ICP, you know, before ICP, like right, right, so. Right. Where do you fit in in this? Before I'm right there with like Kid Rock. You know what I'm saying? Because me and Kid Rock, like I met Kid Rock, like it was um like a some type of rap battle, right? Rap something downtown, like at Grand Circus Park or something. And um, you know, I go and I do my set. He go and he do his set or whatever. And I think my man GT. Was with me then. You wasn't with me. It was, right. it was my man GT. He was with me, and uh, but Kid Rock was with a cat named West Chill that I knew. That West Chill, I think West Chill used to dance or something. But I knew West Chill. So um, at the end of the joint, like I won, and Kid Rock came in second place. But I was like, that white boy was dope, yo. I'm like, who is he? And so my man West Chill was like, oh, that's his name, Bobby. You won't, you know. And so he brought him to me. And then we kicked it, and then from that day, me and Dog was like rocking like forever. Okay, so you feel me? I got a story where somebody didn't believe that we knew Kid Rock. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, So yeah, I'm yeah, at yeah. the airport working one day, right? Right. You remember, I'm a, I called you. I told you this. Yeah. So I'm at the airport working, and I'm like, uh, you know, Kid Rock, my godfather, know him. He used to sleep on yeah. his couch. We done been over his house. Yeah, blah blah blah. So you know, they look at it because these white people I'm talking to, so they looking at me, right? <laughs> and I work in Concourse D. No, Concourse E at the end, and only three planes get off, and it's this spot that I'm selling the shit at, right? Right. So it's the end of the night. I'm, I, I, you got to wait for all the flights to come. It's the end of the night. The plane let out. He's Kid Rock, but he's not, can't be an airport Kid Rock. Right. Yet, right. So he come up to my thing. The white people standing right there, and I look up, and they look at me, and I'm like, and he was like, are you Vince's godson? I'm like, yep. They couldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Right, they right, couldn't right, believe right. it. For sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So while you doing all of that, the hood's still banging. Like, is there any, like, not, but now the, the drug gang changing and they trying to make examples, so they taking away whole neighborhoods. Right. Because, for sure. So where are you at in this stage of the game? At this point, I'm more like, um, by the time rock was getting on, it was like rap wasn't paying well. You understand what I'm saying? But he come from money. You feel what I'm saying? So he could take all the chances. I couldn't take all of them. So I had to get back in the gutter. You feel me? Right. So I'm 
chilling. I think I'm at work or something. And I walk in the office and, and, and this girl, her name's Cindy. And she, and she white. I'm not just being right. You know what I mean? She's <laughs> yeah. white. And yeah. she's rocking this song. And I'm like, damn, that shit's rocking. Who is that? She's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's Kid Rock. I'm like, Kid Rock? I'm like, that's my man. And she's like, yeah, right. See the hunkies never believe niggas so no like, kid rock. I'm like, for real? I'm like, that's his joint? She's like, yeah, he got like the number one. He blah, blah, blah. So I picked the phone right up and call him. He picked right up. On voicemail. I mean, you know. Speaker phone. Speaker with her. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you you out here like that? He's like, bro, it's been going crazy. Where you been? I said, man, I ain't know it was going to go like that. So... And that's when we link back up. Okay, I, I got some hip hop history though. We need you to debunk because there's okay. this story that Too Short takes Kid Rock to get a record deal at Jai. No, and I don't think no, that's the not truth at all. So not at all. So only somebody who was there that could break oh, it down. Look, when the, when the deals came down, me when the deals came down, me and Kid Rock, all of us was together. It was me, Kid Rock, and it, it might have been one more person, but I know it was me and him for sure. The Polygram deal was on on the table. And because we was working with a guy named Al. Y'all know Al? I, I can't think of his last name. But his name was Al. He was there too. I mean, this was all in the mix. It was a lot of people working together. Yeah. But the deals was on the table. And the polygram and the jive deal was on the table at the same time. And I took the polygram deal and Kid Rock took the jive deal. Yeah, ain't had nothing to do with Too Short. He ain't even know Too Short. And you, I mean, well, you know, we know, know him that. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you feel me? He wouldn't, too Short wouldn't even know who Kid Rock was at that point. You feel me? And that's because they be needing these. When it comes to white rappers, they feel like they need these yeah, backstories no, 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 instead no. of letting that, the talent D-Nice, shine through. If Too Short was on that, then why Too Short ain't work with him? D-Nice worked on Too Short. I mean, D-Nice Kid worked Rock. on Kid Rock. First, oh, uh, first album. Yeah. What was that? So Brit if, if, if Too Short had anything to do with that, you don't think Too Short would have had no input on that? No, 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 no. We know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the, the hip hop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too Short ain't had nothing to do. Kid Rock and Too Short didn't even know nothing about each other. Right. So uh, while this is happening, it's it's uh, it's a couple more people coming, but it's a chick coming too, Boss. Like, talk oh, about boss that. Was, like, boss, 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 boss was just like she was different. And boss ain't really even deal with the everybody. Yeah. She just blew. You know what I mean? Her mama worked at Certainty. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but she just blew and and I don't understand how it didn't go further because that well, that you know, deeper, no, I, no, no, I'm no, about to tell you. I, I know exactly what you're about to say. Deeper was like one of the hottest songs. Still to this ever. day. Still to this like, day. I still rock that right now. And don't ring the alarm with her and Spice One. But what ended oh, yeah, up happening yeah, 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 uh, yeah, with sure, Boss sure. is a motherfucker kind of said, like, she didn't have it hard. And, you know, that was the whole thing. Like, you got to be. Hip hop. Hip hop. You got to be. And when the motherfucker said that, it kind of ruined her shit. This is from the outside looking in, but I know because Def Jam actually write boss out their history. They try to tell you Foxy Brown was the first, first female sign of Def yeah. Jam. It's, it's not possible nah. because boss came out and, yeah, and I, I got the tape. Deeper like, come cold. on. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So, they, they did a whole fucking coffee table book and didn't even mention her in there once. All right, you understand so what I'm saying? Why y'all establishing getting major deals and, and being major artists like the hip hop scene growing and the generation under y'all uh, who come out of that Trick Trick Eminem M and all of that so y'all influ- you influenced the, both of y'all both both crews influenced this whole generation of Detroit rap and then to see where it's at now today right well wait a minute because 
everybody when you mentioned you back in the day they always talk about like this cherokee so like right. talk about this cherokee because every they just it. mentioned it to <laughs> each other he, <laughs> doc and oh, playboy right they here they he, he said he told you um, not to put public enemy on that shit it was like you know you know um see like way back in the day i think it was it had to be like luke skywalker they had a uh, a Cherokee on they um album cover on their album cover and they had Skywalker across. And um so when I I, I had a Cherokee, I just <laughs> yeah. happened to have one. So I put public enemy on the side of mine with the with the man on the back. Yeah, yeah. the logo, yeah. Oh my god, though. I got pulled over so many times. And the thing was, if I was all the way on the level, I didn't care, but I wasn't. So I couldn't stand the heat. Right. Yeah. So I had to change it to the hip hop force. But when I changed it to the hip hop force, it was like that was the best vehicle in the city. Like everybody loved that truck for whatever reason. Like All right, so uh the first time you heard Gangsta Funk on the radio, not oh, at man, the radio I, I station. It was crazy, like it was crazy. Did you cry? Don't lie. I, I ain't cry, but I was like, yo, it's real. I, I was like, yo, this, you know, and they was really, they was really, because I was a straight up parliament fan. Like, people, like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. When people talk about they go so, go see George Clinton, I used to go see George Clinton at the Olympia. Yeah. People don't even know what the Olympia is. Yeah. Talking to the mic, man. <laughs> people don't even know what the Olympia is, my bad. Yeah. yeah it was right next to Northwestern. Okay. Yeah, you feel me? On yeah. Grand River. So when you first heard it on the radio, not in the radio station, how did you feel? Like when y'all didn't know it was coming on. You know what I'm saying? Like we never knew it was coming out. Man, it was big. Yeah. Because I knew the hours and the sweat we put in in the studio on that song. Yeah. Yeah. And then sure. back then, they weren't playing local rap artists. At all. At all. Yeah. Period. You bust a pop lock to it, my nigga? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't I was you like, was too gangstered out? I was, I was already gangstered out by yeah, then. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. even dancing no more. What turned you into a gangster? The hood. Just <laughs> the circumstances? Yeah, the hood. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on in this hood, right, is on Six Mile and Tracy. Six Mile and Cruise. Listen to what I'm about to tell Tracy. you. I'm telling you Tracy because... We're over there as kids. I got you. That's yeah, 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 yeah. You you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, we're over there as kids, so we're seeing these images that you're talking about, right? We just don't know it's y'all, but y'all know who there. My aunt Myra, who was was a G. Yes. Aaron, Tamiko, Hollywood. The first thing you ever said to us when you met my mama, like, damn, she looked like this lady named Tamiko. He's like, that's my cousin. So the first time we came over your house, we really was on one because we knew exactly where we was at, and we wasn't worried. You feel right, what right, I'm right, saying? Right, right. Yeah, we, we knew exactly where we was at. So all of this is going down, and simultaneously, while these things are happening to you, we're seeing them. We right. see, you know what I'm saying? Which is crazy, because we're sitting here now. So let's just speed it up a little bit, right? Let's so, do it. Trona is a lady who my cousin Black introduced us to, and she was doing something in music. When Trona met all of them, and then she met us, we were the younger. We were probably like 13, 12 maybe, 12, maybe, 13, yeah, yeah. when we first met Trona. So she come get us one day. She used to do all type of stuff for us, like take us out the hood, take us to like Oak Park and shit. She took us to Washington. Like she took us to DC. Like like, yeah, yeah, like that's the first time we ever heard of Mob Deep. Like because somebody was like, "Well, y'all could be like Mob Deep. They tough. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they little." So 
One day she come, she's like, I'm going to take y'all to go meet my friend. He he big in music. He big in music. Yeah. You know what, though? Before you even say that, right? Because we always tell people this, like, like you know, now that you've grown, we like, we like, did we really want to rap or did we like to rap because people liked us to rap? And the first time we ever got paid is because we was at a barbecue at Toronto People House. It was a big uh, a dude who pretty big in the hood. And she, she was like, yeah, they rap and shit. And he was like, if y'all rap. Uh, he, he pulled out some money He was like Y'all rap for real He was like Yeah but we was talking shit You know how we was doing We ain't gonna do it for free He took out a hundred dollar bill He ripped it in half He said if y'all good Y'all to get half You feel what I'm saying We rap He put one in his pocket He gave us fifty dollars a piece And shit So we like Oh you can get money from this You feel what I'm saying Cause this right, is right. before we Even Fathom that We just was sweet We Okay right. so What happened with us was My older cousin black Well I wanted to be an, I was like Nine Nine I wanted to be an international criminal, bro. I had laid out a plan that I was going to go to the military to learn how to travel, to learn how to speak different languages, build up all my plugs, and I wanted to be an international criminal. You know, I don't even know where that came from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then my cousin walks up. He got this big-ass boombox. Like Radio Raheem. Like Radio Raheem, and he banging his shit. And we like, that's you? Like, yeah. He like, y'all could do it too. Start fucking with us, showing us how to write. Now, at the time... We didn't know that us being bad and rapping about being bad was a thing. We just used to say shit we was doing. Like, we never had to be in the house. We always was outside. So, whatever we was doing. So, our one of our first big records in the hood was called I'm a G. All I want to be is a G. So, this roughly 92, 93. Our name spreading around the hood because we young and we rapping and they can't believe it. Because we actually getting in trouble. Like, we actually beating up motherfuckers' little brothers saying, and then rapping sure, about it. Sure. But we don't know that that... You know, we don't know, right? So, Black introduces to Trona. Trona say, hey, if y'all rap like Crisscross, y'all will make it. And we like... We like, fuck like Crisscross. Cross. Like, we don't We don't, we don't, we don't grasp you know the I'm concept saying? of images, everything. She like, y'all got to rap like that. So, we like, whatever. So, by the time she brings us to you, she like, these niggas is what they go be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we had been we're, around her for a couple ooh, years by now. God. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Like, so, by the time she brings us to you, so this is what happened the day she brings us to you. From our perspective, right? She had been hyping it up. Like Trona used to buy us cologne, and so she, she used was to like teaching us, us like, how to be fresh. Yeah, like, right. you know what I'm saying, right? Right. So we go go over there. So me and bro, we grab our bandanas, we grab our straps because we going to the city. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we looking like we fresh out of fucking. Uh, uh, we looking banging like on uh, wax. looking like we banging on. You in South Central type yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got on our bandanas, we got our braids and shit, but we live in the park though. Like you know what I'm saying? Really? So she bring us to this house. We walk in the house. It's three niggas in there. We already. This is from our perspective. We already peeped the scene. It's three niggas in there. This nigga must be the youngest because they he the gopher, not per se, but right. he this nigga, so we focus in on him. This gonna be the nigga that if it's a real problem, we gonna have a problem with because he the youngest. You know what I'm saying? Then it's another nigga sitting on the couch drinking the beer, big screen TV, we watching wrestling, and then you come in. This nigga look like some type <laughs> of... <laughs> How would you describe this nigga just I walked mean, in the just, room and it was know, fresh? Yeah, it was it, fresh. It, it, was, you know it, was, it was fresh. You know what I'm saying? So, it, was like, it, it was like a fresh aura. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you had candles and shit around. Like, but this, real, okay, though. now listen. So we, we're not seeing this from men. Right. Like we running around with niggas. Like we really, the truth is, we frontlining with niggas that they only on the front line because. You don't got to convince us to be on the front line. You know what right. I'm saying? But they thinking they convincing us to be on the front line. Right. So basically a nigga trying to groom us to be under him. Right. But we don't got them type of personalities, right? right. right. So boom, we come in there. Instantly we on Fredo talking shit. 
before we ever spit a verse, <laughs> before we ever did anything. Start cracking jokes. We just, we instantly on Fredo. Go here, right? Right, because we know he the youngest. We know right. how the pecking order go, right? And then you say rap, and then you heard us rap, and then you looked at D, and then we looked at D, because D not saying shit. We don't right. know. We don't right. know nothing right. about for this sure, nigga. Sure, you know, sure. Right, right. So we like. And then you smile, and we like, okay, we sweet because we don't know y'all niggas, so right. it ain't y'all ain't got to lie to us. And from that moment forward, it's been on. It's been on. It's been on. You know it's what I'm saying? saying? So, how do Trona tell you that she's bringing us? Over? She like, yo, I got these little cats, Vince, but these little motherfuckers is rough around the edges. <laughs> I said, well, bring them to me. And then she brought me. I mean, she brought y'all. And then I peeped y'all. I'm like, yo. Y'all little niggas is dope, but y'all got to clean it up a little bit, man. <laughs> Everything can't be murder, murder, kill, kill. And and then y'all was kind of like, man, fuck that. And I'm like. <laughs> That's exactly what we said. I'm like, all right, little tough-ass niggas, you know what I mean? But you going to understand one day. Right, so when he said fuck that, that alerted his homeboy, D, to, 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 to jump on alert, right? <laughs> so now it's like, we picking on Fredo, D picking on us, Vince laughing. Yeah. Now, this whole time, D said something that we ain't catch till later. I wish I would have worked tonight because we would have been right there because we watching wrestling. Right. And it was in Detroit. And right. we like, but we ain't catch it. Right, we right, ain't right, catch right, it. Right. He like, I wish I would have worked tonight because we would have been right there. But we didn't catch that then. Long story short, you know, he tell us we rough around the edges. Yeah, I'm going to fuck with y'all. We go outside. Now, when we going outside to the car. Like a fucking ninja, this nigga D runs up on us and whips it and upstrap. We like, yo, what the fuck? He like, nigga, I'm the police. Y'all acting, right. y'all and this bitch acting crazy. Y'all don't even know who y'all around. That was a life lesson for us. Right. We never went in the door they like that again. The police, you know what sure. I'm saying? You know, and um, so over the years, man, like you just had start showing us how to get fresh on your own. It wasn't, it wasn't like, hey, let me sit you down. This is what you do. You would have us over for a couple of days or tell us to come back, and you you would. Oh, these, this, 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 this the first nigga I ever seen with some Kohans on because we was Adidas out. You remember? We right. came through the door. You got on Nikes and shit. We Adidas, Adidas. And you like, no, nah, nigga, these Kohan, he's got the Nike bubbles. I got on some Kohan now, bro. Right now today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real shit. You know what I'm saying? Just not with the bubble because I'm still anti-Nike. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right, I got you. Right. So anyway, you're showing us this shit. You're showing us like just. I'm a, and I'm going to tell you something else too. Uh, like life after death. Yeah, that, that impact being, it being like one of my favorite albums, right? right? But you the first nigga who played that for us, cause you know we wasn't fucking with no big year, no shit. Like, I still have never in my life heard "Ready, Ready to, to Die", die in, in, it, sequence. I, in sequence, never. Sure. Yeah, never. But when you played "Life After Death," you was it. like, uh, look at the difference between how he rap and how Pac rap. Look at the difference between how he rap and how Jay Z rap. How you know what I'm saying? You were showing us like you can be one person to have different styles. Cause the song you kept going back to was going back to Cali. It's the N O T O R I O U S. And every time yeah. we hear that part, that's what we see. Cause what this had to be like what ninety six? Cause you yeah. were the first nigga with the expedition. Through, with the expedition with right. the sounds in it. You know I what I'm right. saying? It was me and the nigga. Um, I can't think of the nigga name. Um. But we was, it was like, we was one of the first two niggas in the city. We yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, your, your yeah. shit was loud as fuck. I'm like, yo, I can't hear back here, man. Like, you feel <laughs> what I'm saying? So, so, like, so we meet you and, like, you start showing us, like, like. Um, this is how to be a grown up, you know, yeah, from like, a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Because every nigga we was around, we grew up with at this point. Well, my so. whole thing was with y'all, it was just, just showing you, you don't have to be just straight up. You ain't got to, yeah, you could be, you could be what you are yeah, and everybody you ain't got to know. You don't got to be just. 
you don't just got to be just like rah rah all the time. You right, know right. What I'm saying? But at the same time, we though, know Detroit a rah rah city, but yeah. you don't got to be that. You could kind of. So what? We was like 14 when we met you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something so like that. Once I felt like you felt like we was tight enough, you take us over to Rock Crib. And yeah. You tell Rock, yo, I got these. Yeah, I told him. And we go in and we rap for Kid Rock. And then he make this beat, you know what I'm saying? And we like, yo. And he loved y'all, though. Yeah, yeah. And we like, yo, can we cut your grass for that beat? Because we can't pay for it. And we not about to ask you for it for free. And he like, y'all can have it because y'all offered something. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. We still right. got that He's beat on man. tape. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We still got that. So, boom. Now we like, we've been fucking with each other for a long time. And now we grown. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And now we pulling up on you and we hopping out. Oh, what up? Blah, 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 blah. And then you, you shoot to the A. Yeah. What made you go to the A? Because Detroit is just like... Atlanta. Detroit is Atlanta. Everybody in Atlanta nah, is... Nah, nah, it nah, wasn't nah, back then, nah, though. No, nah, no. Detroit is not really I'm talking Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm talking Detroit about. is... Detroit is Detroit. Well, you know what I'm saying, though. You like, it was a lot of people this, this, in, this, in the, in the A. Saying, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm going to say right here. Detroit <laughs> is dangerous. Yeah. Atlanta is not dangerous. Yeah. It's a lot of... Niggas Danger from, going on? No, no, no. It's a lot of people from everywhere... That live in Atlanta, but Detroit is dangerous. Yeah. Period. Right, right. So hands down. Oh, for sure, for sure. So <laughs> was people from the D that you was fucking with already down there? Or are you like I don't fuck with nobody? No, he's saying what made you? What, pick what made you pick Atlanta? Oh, cause my man, my man G was like, "Yo, we we should bust to Atlanta. This would be a man for them was down there." Right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, bet. I packed up everything. I'm down there. Mom, I'm like nigga, where you at? Yeah. Mom's was down there. And, but, but she, my mom, down. She not in Atlanta. Though. Yeah, yeah. She on the. Feel what I'm saying? But she close to Hazel her. I mean, uh, Telfair yeah, County. You, you already know she live in Telfair County. You know no, no, no. From right, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause we showing these parallels on how people connect. Because right, your right. moms live in Telfair County. How many people did you know up here that even knew what the fuck that was? <laughs> Y'all. And then my man Sko, his daddy from they from Wheeler County. Yeah, which is right here. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the next county over. That's it. And some other funny shit with all of us. My nigga Jay Rose. Oh my God, I forgot y'all. Y'all ain't even. I forgot about yeah, my man. Yeah, I ain't talked to the nigga in years. So Jay Rose, we introduced you to this R and B super thug nigga. Like, super thug. so we brought a nigga through the door worse than us. <laughs> Yeah. Super thug with military training. You yeah, feel yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And who could yeah, yeah. sing, sing to you? Your ass. Sing oh, to your bitch you and kill you. You know what I'm saying? Now, while we fucking with J Rose, you fucking with a light skinned nigga that look like J Rose. And I'm like, your name Rose? My I got homeboy named Ken Rose. And he like, that's bitch. my cousin. And they ended up being cousins. cousins. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. What was even crazier is the situation both of them was in for them to be real cousins. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah that shit was crazy. Yeah, 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 but I'm just saying, like, that's just how uh, shit works. Because we the connected experience, bro, and we try to show people that we be connected all throughout this shit. You know what I'm saying, man? Right. And, like, well, and then another thing, too, like, as we... uh. Like growing uh, together and shit, and we learned that like it ain't about just about music and none of that. And why you showing us? You showing us like you, this? You you could you could be a grown man living like this, and you start getting into so many different things. And then you bought the dogs and shit, uh, Santana and them um, because you know niggas was just on pit bulls and shit. You right. one of the first motherfuckers I know. To what what kind of dog was uh Bordeaux. yeah Bordeaux? And I'm like. Damn, like this nigga got like a ten thousand dollar dog, and he like, oh no, they went in dog shows. I take two of them, so in case there's none of them there, and then I'm like, this is just all type of different shit. You feel what I'm saying? But 
you still was connected with the rappers because we'll be talking about a rapper and shit like when uh the lodge boys came out and i tell niggas to this day mcnichols is the nigga who really set it off in the city right i say blade get a lot of uh credit because blade had really big records but mcnichols was the first nigga rapping about fresh shit you feel what i'm saying if there's somebody before that who influenced him i just never heard him but i'm saying yeah but they was re- they was they, really they, direct they was like boys though yeah but blade is really direct you know what i'm yeah. saying but when he talking about uh the difference between you and me you got a gator on your crib mine's around my community like you know what, what i'm saying he say his bitch purse so, so big you could fit a baby in your, your bitch, bitch purse, purse so small she can't, can't put a sandwich in it you feel <laughs> what i'm saying like that's fresh, fresh yeah, shit you feel what i'm saying so when we talking about these type of rappers and shit you're like oh no that's my man and then you show us like he just was over here before y'all left and shit and it's like all these niggas still because he he had like signed your cd but he still was like just giving it up to you like like one of the fresh this is one of the freshest niggas on the mic telling you he you one of the freshest niggas he know i I damn near raised all these little niggas yeah feel me yeah that's where that's at for real and it's just like in detroit like this shit not that big yeah you feel what i'm saying unless you a east side or west side type nigga but if you a West Side type nigga anywhere around, especially if you in the same thing, dog, if you in the same thing, like the West Side might be big for niggas that's just living. Yeah. But if you a West Side rapper, the West Side not big that big for a West Side rapper. Right. It's like right. the East Side not that big for a West Side. I mean, an East Side rapper. They all gonna know each other. Yeah, you gonna be in the mix. Yeah. Like I know Big Hurt. I know all of them. Rock bottom. Everybody. Yeah, right, right. Street Lords, everybody. I know all of them. You feel what I'm saying? Because they all West Side rappers. You feel what I'm saying? So it's not going to be that hard to know. Everybody. Other nigga that's, you know, that's doing what you doing. Right, you right, what right. what I'm saying? So what is the two real crew up to today? What what y'all got going on today? Are y'all still involved in music? Nephew, sons might be in the music. Some daughters. Like, what's oh, going man, on? I got my, my, my son. He, he done copycatted me. So I got right. my, my what, son. What's his name? Dreso. Dreso. So, Dig, this is what we going to do. He rapping? Oh, yeah. He definitely rapping. We're going to have him on. We're going to have him on. We're going to bring him on. Bunch of videos. My daughter, my daughter rapped, too. What's her name? Uh, Kaylani. 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 We got, we got, she got to change that rap. That's her rap name? Yeah. It's already Kaylani out there. She got to call herself something different. That's just. her. Shut up. <laughs> Kaylani from the West Coast? From Detroit. No, no that's what I'm, see what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's somebody from the West, yeah. from the West she, Coast named Kaylani. Kaylani. She, she biggest. She, she ever heard of her? The girl from the West Coast. That, yeah, she, she big as yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she is a big But we have her on. What about you? What you? I'm just sitting back, man. I'm old now. I'm just... <laughs> Beautiful yeah. being old, huh? That was our first human, B-box. human beatbox. You still got it? You still got it? Bust up now. Bust up now. He can't hit it like that no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. something. He can't... I used to hit it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about cold with it. Right, right. That's dope. That's dope. What you got going on, big dog? Oh, what up, dog? I'm just chilling, working, man, at the school, man. Watching the teachers, man. Right, right, right. What about you, Fresh? What you up to? I mean, you know, I just try to. 
keep it in the road and and I, and, and and just back all everything that's going down in Detroit. You know what I mean? Like all the rappers, I, I support every rapper that's coming out because it was very, 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 very hard for us coming out. Mm-hmm. So I love to see how they can like Detroit, like the number one. That's the number one rap market. Right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, and that's sure. big ups. I'm I'm loving that because when we was trying, you know what I mean. It was it was hard. It, it was like though we spent. Hundreds of thousands of dollars just to even get our name even mentioned. But that's what opened the door for all this. I got that, and yeah, that's yeah, and that's yeah. and that's what it is. So if I paid, if I had anything to do with with um with with, with where they at now, then I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm proud of that. You know what I mean? But I was like I'm saying, I was a nigga flying to New York, coming back with them dapper dance suits when nobody knew that wasn't rap, nigga. We almost did a show with two live crew. I mean, two live crew, but uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, they we, got we, banned from. Yeah, um, done, you know, done, that would have been done. our major break if the two live crew show would have never got banned from Detroit. That would have been our major break because we was one of the opening acts for that. And so that's to really preference how long this shit been going on because they got banned because they had vulgar music and uh, yeah. right, Luke right, fought right. for that yeah. shit yeah, for that but, parental. But, advisory sticker but if we would have knew what we know now that concert would have never been canceled yeah because we had that right it was Reverend Holly and yes. Coma Young canceled that show yeah right up. it was all on the news and everything yeah. but Luke and them right. actually came to yeah, town they for the we, show we hung out we the hung whole weekend and they were mad practice we did and that's when they went everything. home and made that band in the USA yeah and see that Wayne, Detroit influence and uh well, it was Wayne and um, Pete. They, they went Wayne and, and Pete, Pete put that together. Right. Yep. Did y'all niggas open for the NWA no, concert? So, so I don't open for so many people. It's, it I'm talking it. about the one. And uh, they did the movie. Oh, when they do the, yeah, we did like skating ring. We opened up for Fat Boys, Slick Rick. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't do so many major people. shows. Just all right, I'm travel. Before we get up out of here, I want to hear all of y'all favorite hip hop moment from the era with y'all in it. So, what was your favorite hip hop moment? Uh, finding out that Tupac was not just a movie actor. <laughs> Wait a minute, you talking about your era, man? Yeah, your era, your era. Like, what was oh, your? Era. Oh, Fat Boys, definitely. That what made us start rapping. We listened to the Fat Boys. When I heard that in jail without the bell, that was it. it I would start rapping right there, right then and there. Fat he started beatboxing. Beat what about you, Big Dog Dirk? Uh, that show that was canceled. Yeah. Yep. And Luke, he actually filmed everything. When us in the room and everything, he was so mad. He just was. He, you could tell that wasn't gonna never happen again. Right. Yeah. You and, seen and, it in him. And, yeah. And when he, when he when he when he went home, it was big. Next thing you know, they came out with ban in the USA. Yeah. And he went to court, and he made uh, a big impact on rap for explicit lyrics with that that uh, that. That sticker, that sticker, yeah, that's that's Luke, yeah, for sure. I mean, we know and that because we well, underground hip hop story. For him, for one, for him, people don't understand he, where this should be right now. He yeah. paid the way. Uh, what about you, Fresh? What about you? What's the, what's the, what's the actual question again? What was your favorite moment from that time in hip hop from y'all era? Like, because you you in it, but you also get to watch it. What was your favorite era? Oh, I mean, favorite. Yeah, so many, like, like I said, I performed. I opened up for so many people. Uh, been on a tour bus with like Big Daddy Kane, uh, Run DMC. Like we, we, I'm like right, right there. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? But uh, as far as hip hop, I want to say probably the biggest moment in hip hop to me was my dance crew opening up for the Fresh Fest. We was on the, we was like the main stage. On the stage in the middle of Joe Louis Arena. Yeah. With all the Detroit Rock like Nuts break dance. Yeah. I mean, that, it couldn't get no bigger than that. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was like it. And then. What, uh, you, what you wear to that? The, you know, we was pulling out then. Yeah. So, yo, and um, and we had a, uh, this dude, he was, a, he was a Jewish dude. His name's Steve Rappacar. We, we used to all ride dirt bikes together, like the real dirt bikes. Yeah. And uh, so he had a little money, what his people did. So he rented us a, he rented us a, a super stretch like limo. I yeah. This is when people weren't even riding super stretches. Super stretch limo, we pull up in front of the, the, the Joe Lewis, we get out, we go and we do our thing. That probably was just like the, the part of hip hop I remember the most. Yeah. That's dope, man. So if people want to contact you, bro, how they get at you? Uh, TCE Pod on Instagram and Twitter. TCE Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Santuan. I'm Antoine. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.